Welcome to The Table, a weekly podcast where we discuss biblical principles and learn how to apply them to our everyday lives. In 2021, Pastor Don Castleberry will lead us on a journey through the Bible in chronological order and share with us insights that are sure to grow our faith. So relax, grab a seat, and thanks for joining us for this episode at The Table. Well, hey, welcome to the table. Uh, my name is Don, and I am so excited that you have joined me on this podcast. As in the year of 2021, we are going to go on an incredible journey through the Word of God. I'm going to explain that shortly, but who would have thought that we would be in the very first Thursday podcast of 2021? Man, if you look around us at everything that's going on in our country, Everything that's going on in our daily lives, we are in unprecedented times. We are in times where I believe people need some wisdom and guidance. And that's my goal for 2021. In 2021, it is my heart that we would walk through the Bible together chronologically. We begin this journey together with our church And as we have begun the process, it has been amazing to me some of the stories that have come in. Because the Bible is always relevant. No matter where you find yourself, what you find yourself going through, the Bible always gives us wisdom, insight, and application to lead and guide us in the directions that God would have us to go. And though it is uh, thousands of years old, can I tell you it is just as relevant and applicable today as it was when it was written. So I would encourage you every Thursday to make time to pull up a seat and join us around the table. It's in those discussions where we will discuss uh, what I have read and learned throughout the week. Um, We are using the one-year chronological Bible. Uh, So if you want to grab one of those to join us on the journey, it would be greatly beneficial to you. It's laid out like a devotion, so it gives you daily scripture readings. And it will blow your mind how the Bible lines up with current events. For instance, we began reading January the 1st, and as we began to read, and then I would watch the news at night, it was mind-boggling to me how in step the Word of God was in giving direction with what was going on in my life around me at the current moment. And I have heard this from many people. So I would encourage you, grab a notebook, uh, set aside some time, and just allow God to speak to you this year. He desires to speak to his people. I think there's something that God is wanting us to understand and know And that is simply this, that he loves us and he's not finished with us yet. So as I begin to read and dive into the word of God, the very first sentence, in fact, the very first four words, puts a demand on our faith. It said this, in the beginning, God. You know, you really can't get past those first four words without God stirring and demanding a response in faith. 
As I began to read through Genesis chapter 1 and the story of creation, there was many things that God illuminated and pulled out of the passage, the text. Um, things like when he spoke and he evaluated what he was doing and he said, it is good. And then he creates humanity and he says, it is very good. Well, one of the things we could take away from that is the fact that God always stopped to evaluate. You know, sometimes we can be in such a hurry to get things done that we bypass the things we've been doing. We don't take time to consider how God has grown us and moved us. We don't even evaluate. Is it good or am I wasting my time? So as we go into 2021, I, I think it would be great that you wouldn't be in such a hurry. I mean, if there's one thing that I've learned from COVID, it is simply this. Slow down and focus on what really matters. Ask yourself the question, is what I just did Good, great, or am I wasting my time? Time management is something that God addresses all through the Word of God. And there's great encouragement that I found. As I begin to dissect Genesis chapter 1 even, you know, there's so many people, they... Um, come to Christ later in life and they say things like, you know, uh, I didn't have the foundation that others around me in the church had. But then there's others that was born and raised in the church. They was born and raised and they accepted uh, Christ as their Savior when they was a child and they raised their children in the ways of God. Their children somewhere went off the rails. And they beat themselves up. But as I was reading the Word of God in Genesis chapter 1, one of the things that was uh, brought to my attention was the fact that free will can release a lot of pressure and stress off of us. You know, Adam and Eve, they, they were walking in step with God, and the very first thing the enemy does is attacks their faith. And in attacking their faith, he does it in a subtle form by planting a seed of doubt. And we watch as their family and their lineage in the first family that's recorded in Scripture goes off the rails. I mean, their sons are killing one another. Their grandsons go wayward. And the thing that I take away with encouragement is raise up a child in the way he is, should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it, the Bible says. My job is simply to raise my children, and if the Lord should tarry one day, speak into my grandchildren the ways and the truths of the Lord. But they still have to make their own decisions. 
So some parent that's out there that's listening to this, could you just take the guilt and the burden off? Maybe you raised your kid in the laws and the ways of the Lord, but they made a decision. So what do you do now? You stand on the word of God, the promises of God, and you pray for them. It's interesting as you journey through the, the text of Genesis and you begin to look at not only Adam and Eve, but you look at humanity. What happened between Cain and Abel? Adam and Eve's sons, where they would go from the, the point of being brothers to brother-murdering brother. I think it was this. I think it was a seed of offense that was sown in the heart of one of those young men, where he refused to deal with the obvious rather than owning his stuff, rather than communicating and talking. It led to actions that he never thought he would do. And so you go on and you begin to look through the text of humanity. God writing the story of man. He goes on after talking about Adam and Eve and Cain and Abel and Seth and their legacy down into the legacy of the story of Noah. And it, it's amazing to me because often in Scripture it records that Noah was a righteous man. Let that sink in. A righteous man. God is calling Noah a righteous man. And it simply says this because it says and reminds us often in Scripture, he did exactly all that the Lord told him to do. I don't think God's looking for sacrifice as much as he's looking for obedience. But even Noah, he receives a word from God, a promise from God. God begins to talk to him about the culture around him that does not fear him. And God's anger is stirred. But he says, because you walked with me, Noah, because you was connected directly to me and you was righteous, Noah, not only will I save you, but I will save your family. One of the things that I take away and I learn a valuable lesson from this you better pay attention who you're connected to. Because who you're connected to could lead you to blessing, favor, safety, security, or that relationship could destroy you. It could cost you your life, your legacy, and generations to follow. It's interesting because we see with Noah, he had three sons, Ham, Shem, 
and Japheth. And Noah goes riding on the ark, on the waves, with the animals, with his family. And after being in the ark for a very, very long time with them, he gets off of the ark and the first thing that he thinks is, I need a drink. Now I'm sure somebody's laughing because they're thinking, uh, uh, as Noah was thinking, right? Like that doesn't sound like such a bad idea, but listen, the mistake that Noah made ended up messing up many in his family as well. So Noah gets drunk when he comes off the ark. He, the Bible records that he's naked and one of his sons comes in and dishonors his father. And it brings a curse upon not only his son, but the lineage, the legacy that's attached to that son's bloodline. There's a few things I think we could pull out of that. First of all, we could, we could sit and we could talk about the value of honor. And if you want to understand honor on a couple of my former podcasts that I ended 2020 with, it would be great to go back and, and just study that. But honor will open the door to blessing for you and dishonor will shut the door of favor in your face. God values honor. Another thing I think that we can vitally uh, grasp and understand and walk away that would be beneficial to us is simply this. God not only opens doors with honor, he not only gives favor with honor, he not only shuts doors with dishonor, He not only protects those that do honor and curses those that refuse to honor, but there was a choice that had to be made there with Noah's sons. You see, two of his sons did the right thing. One of his sons did the wrong. And so I think the second thing that we could walk away and learn is simply this. Every choice you make has a consequence. And you choose your choice, but you don't get to choose your consequence. You choose your choice, but you don't get to choose who your choice will affect. And it might just affect you, but it might affect generations that follow you. I'm sure that son of Noah's wishes he had the ability, the opportunity to go back and rethink the decision that he made with his father. And as you continue the journey through the, the text of Genesis and as you begin to walk through the, the legacy of humanity and you see God moving and weaving and working inside of the family line, we come across Abraham and Sarah and his his genealogy and his generation. And we understand that he had a, a family member, a nephew named Lot. He loved this young man like his own son. And the Bible teaches us and 
talks to us about Abraham and Lot. And I think there's some interesting details in their story. But what it really hit me that when I read this, the day that I read the story of Sodom and Gomorrah, of Abraham and Lot, the day I read this story, January the 6th, our Capitol building was being invaded. Windows was being broken out. People was going and storming into the Capitol. And as I was watching this on the news, I had to hit the pause button to reflect about a few things. A few things I just want to illuminate for you as we close out today. A few things that I think would be greatly beneficial for you to stop and just ponder, to think about. You see the story with Abraham and Lot is they show up in, in a land and Abraham realizes there's not enough room for them and all of the possessions that God has blessed them with and all of the cattle and the the, the uh the men and women who have joined themselves with them that serve them. And so he talks to his nephew Lot and he says, what if we divide? What if you go right and I go left or you go left and I go right? What if we split up so that God can continue to bless both of us? And he says, not only do I think this would be beneficial to us, but man, there's a principle I think we often overlook. He says to his nephew, you choose where you want to go, and I'll just go the other direction. Wow. What an understanding of a reliance and a faith in God. Abraham was saying, no matter where I go, God's going to bless me. If I go to the right, he'll bless me. If I go to the left, he'll bless me. If I stay here, he'll bless me. Wherever I go, I'm covered by the Lord. He will bless me. And Lottie will bless you the same. And so Lot chooses to go near the city. It's kind of funny because that's similar to most young people, right? Like most young people, they... They, if that's grown uh, and raised in a small town, they can't wait to get out of the small town. And so they run to the city. And he says, hey, how about I go over there by those cities called Sodom and Gomorrah? And you go to the valley. And so Abraham agrees. He goes to the valley and the Lord blesses him greatly. And we know the story. Lot goes and gets a house in uh, Sodom. But this is what hit me. This is what was kind of interesting. The story goes on to tell before Sodom and Gomorrah are destroyed that there are angels that appeared in the city and they show up at Lot's house. And this is in your Bible. It says that a violent mob shows up right behind them as the angels, they were determined they were going to sleep in the town square. And Lot says you cannot sleep in the town square. <laughs> 
We'll get back to that statement. He says, you need to stay the night at my house. So the mob shows up at Lot's house and they say, hey, where are the men that are staying at your house tonight? Send them out here. And this is in your Bible. The mob says so that we can have sex with them. Now, there's a few things that we we could really pull out of this text. Number one, Lot recognized the lawlessness in his own city was so violent, so bad, so putrid, that he did not even want these men of God, these angels, to stay outside. Wow. Wow. You know, in the... The passage, it says, there was no fear of God among them. As I read that, I was going back and I was reflecting on 2020 and all of the the riots. And I was reflecting on the division in the nation in 2020. And I was focusing on how we, as a church, uh, as a church in America, the church in America have stood silently and many children have been aborted. And I was thinking of the attack that the church in America has come under. And I was thinking about what would be shamed when I was a kid growing up. 35 years ago would Nobody bats an eye at today. And I was thinking as I was watching our Capitol building being invaded about lawlessness and no fear of God. And then I was reflecting that it talks about at the end of the Bible as it was in the days of Noah. So shall it be in the second coming of the Lord. There is no fear of God among them. That's an intention grabber. And so we learn this mob gets violent. They demand that these angels come out so that they could have sex with them. Lot says no. He refuses. The angel tells Lot, you've got to get out of here. So they leave, and I learned something this week. The town that they go to is actually not very far away from Sodom and Gomorrah. But the little town that they go to, they believe, uh, theologians believe, the reason that that town was acceptable was because there was law there. We don't want to live in a society where there is lawlessness. On the right or on the left. We need law. We need order. We need the leadership of the Holy Spirit. We need to return back to the laws of God. For without that, there is no hope. Without the law of God, there is anarchy. 
There is division and there is death. And so as we come into 2021, my heart with this chronological Bible study is that we would return back to a reliance and a revelation of the laws of the Word of God. It is my prayer that God greatly and richly blesses you this year as we walk through the Word together on this journey. And each week I will pull out biblical principles. And each week I will give you things that you can apply in your personal life, in your family, and things that apply to our country and our world. May this year be the richest year you've ever had in growing your faith, in staying safe, and in relying on the Word of God. Thanks so much for joining me today, right here at the table. Well, hey, that's all the time we got here at the table. If this episode has been a blessing to you, would you hit the subscribe button and share with a friend? As we go through 2021, if you have not accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, could you just pause for a moment and open your heart and ask the Lord to come in? It's not a rehearsed prayer. It's not a repeat after me. It's a sincere prayer from your heart to connect you with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. It's you admitting you're a sinner in need of a Savior. And He comes in. Well, thanks again for joining me today at the table. God bless you.